It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Welcome into the Atlanta Football Party. I am your host, Jarvis Davis, and the uh, Atlanta Football Party is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Sitting right here next to me, I have my main man, Ross Jackson of Locked On Saints. As you all know, it's going down on Sunday at Mercedes-Benz Stadium at 1 o'clock. They're going to have the pregame going on, Ross. I'm saying, you know. Ooh, I'm saying. 50 yes. Uh, Hip hop anniversary. It is about to be a straight up party, but they're just really doing that so everybody be in their seats by one o'clock. You know. Yeah, that's that's, that's that's true. That's true. And I, I, as long as three stacks <laughs> doesn't show up playing the flute, man, I, I I'm not about it. I'm not about it, bro. I'm sorry. I've been waiting forever hey, for that album. I'm not about it. <laughs> hey, man. Look, I, I'm glad that you brought that up because, like, I like three stacks is a dude that I have obviously have looked up growing up in Atlanta, man. Like, I hundred percent tremendously, and just from a being able to put content out there on a daily basis, I kind of get where he's coming from as far as like just being able to, you know, just be and like yeah. it has to feel right in order for him to put it out there. So I get that. But yeah, man, like it took me a minute to kind of like, okay, I, I need to be doing something very relaxing in order to. Yeah, this. yeah. <laughs> this is not a spa type situation, but, but it won't be a spa type situation. Mercedes Benz at one o'clock because we all know how much these team, these two teams hate each other. We know Cameron Jordan loves touching on a lot of red and black quarterbacks, you know, <laughs> red and black <laughs> colors on. But I want to start. I want to start at, at the quarterback position because, like, I know the Falcons are preparing for you know Jameis Winston, Derek Carr, and Taysom Hill. But who do you think uh, gets the majority of the snaps or the all of the snaps on Sunday once this thing kicks off? Yeah, yeah, no, I think this is going to be a Derek Carr-led team. Uh, he's he's technically still in concussion protocol, but that's because the, they haven't reported for many practices yet so far this week ahead of that matchup. So in order for him to progress through there, he's got to be able to show certain things that hit certain benchmarks in practice. So hard to progress throughout concussion protocol until you're able to do that. But the expectation is that he'll be cleared and that he will be the starter, Derek Carr, for the New Orleans Saints at quarterback. But expect a lot of Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill's had 12 games 
against the Atlanta Falcons. He has found a lot of success against that team as well, whether in Atlanta or otherwise. So I would expect uh, Taysom Hill to still continue to be a big part of the game plan, even with Derek Carr getting the starting reps. I'm sure Ryan Niels is, is, is definitely oh, yeah. reiterating that <laughs> oh, yeah. on a daily basis uh, as we lead up to this game. But I want to kind of talk about, you know, like the injury bug. It seems like you the Saints have been hit with that as of late. We just found out that Michael Thomas is going to IR. Yep. And also Marshawn Lattimore had had dealing with some injuries as well before they went went on the bye week. Like, what's the update on, on Michael Thomas? I know he's going to IR, but what's kind of like the outlook for him kind of going forward? Because it seemed like he's just been dealing with a lot. And then also Marshawn Lattimore, like how does he look yeah. for his, as far as his perspective for the game as well? Yeah, the Saints and Vikings uh, uh, two weekends ago now uh, did their best impression of a body bag game. I mean, every every play, it felt like there was some kind of injury. And, and of course, Michael Thomas, Marshawn Lattimore, Derek Carr were the three big sort of exits for the New Orleans Saints. This Michael Thomas injury is going to lead to him being out for four games, but he's expected to be back this season. That's the expectation. Dennis Allen, the New Orleans Saints head coach, has been adamant that he does not expect this to be a season-ending injury. Everything that we've heard since the announcement that Michael Thomas is going to be put on injury reserve seems to back that up. This isn't an injury, though, that you look at and you go, oh, man, Michael Thomas just can't stay healthy. The guy took a helmet to the knee, and and, and Jarvis, you know better than anybody, sometimes it just bees like that. You know what I'm saying? And, and so, you know, it, it, it's an unfortunate situation, but look, Michael Thomas played three, uh, played, excuse me, 10 games in the previous three seasons. He was there and available for the Saints for all 10 games so far this season. He's on the right track. And I don't think that this injury ends up sidelining him at all. He's got, or not sidelining him, excuse me, but sidetracking that at all. And, you know, he's got another uh, year on his deal left. It's, it's very incentive heavy next year in 2024 with roster bonuses per game, active bonuses and incentives and things like that. It's very unlikely that he hits any of his production in incentives from this season now that he'll be missing those four games but I would expect Michael Thomas to very likely still be in New Orleans Saint in 2024 and very likely finish the season here in 2023 on the field and that opportunity becomes more and more apt if they make the playoffs we'll see if the New Orleans Saints find a way to make the playoffs one of these NFC South teams has to do it Jarvis yeah, like, we'll see like, which one it is yeah one of y'all gotta go you know so eventually we'll figure out who that is but yeah I, I think that's the and you and and you know I mean Michael Thomas was such a big part of the week one victory last year in the come from behind victory in Atlanta now he's not going to be on the field so what does that mean that means a lot more Chris Olave a lot more Rashid Shahid a lot more A.T. Perry and of course a lot more of that passing game going to guys like Taysom Hill tight ends Alvin Kamara out of the backfield, all that. Marshawn Lattimore, we haven't gotten a full update on him yet, but it was an ankle injury. He was carted off. He was not moved to injured reserve, so that could mean that the Saints expect him back within four games. I wouldn't expect him to be on the field this weekend. Derek Carr, we highlighted the expectation is that he'll be back on the field this weekend against the Atlanta Falcons. Absolutely. And you brought up Dennis Allen. How mm -hmm. been, what has been your assessment as the full halfway point in a 17-game season. Like, what has been your assessment of Dennis Allen as a head coach in his first year? Yeah, I was feeling a lot better about everything Dennis Allen specific up until the most recent, maybe four or so games where that defense has come out flat footed, has come out flat as a whole early on in games, has surrendered. Uh, I think it's three different touchdowns on opening drives over the course of the past four games that they've played. Just a lot of stuff that you're not used to seeing for the New Orleans Saints defense. Early on in the season, it was an offensive issue. Now it's become a defensive issue. So if they can right the ship over on the defensive side, I think more than likely Dennis Allen's job is 
safe, secure, all of that. I think the big thing that they'll be looking at this offseason is how they address and improve their offense moving forward. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Now, does that involve Pete Carmichael? It, I think the key would be not involving Pete Carmichael. I think that that's the thing that would be that would lead to that. I, I think that that's where you look at the biggest change potentially awaiting the New Orleans Saints in 2024. Last year, they weren't going to be able to get an offensive coordinator. They had a head coach that nobody was really sure of after just one year. Uh, and, you know, his previous stint with the Raiders wasn't super successful. You had no quarterback on the roster at that point. Nobody knew exactly what was going to happen with Jameis Winston. You can't can't sell people on the idea, hey, we want to go and get Derek Carr. That doesn't mean anything. Alvin Kamara was potentially facing a six-game suspension at that right. time. Nobody knew if Michael Thomas was going to be back. So the Saints didn't have anything to attract an offensive coordinator. I think that's a different story going into 2024. So I expect that they'll take advantage of that. Absolutely. And now, is I know I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure you're probably on the same page We because you mentioned the NFC South earlier. Like, <laughs> coming into the season, like – Everybody could have, everybody in the, in, the, in, the, in this conference, you could have made a case for winning the division, right? Like, yeah. You know, from the Carolina Panthers, you know, and they're spending all that money on their coaching staff and mm-hmm. drafting Bryce Young and then Baker Mayfield, reclamation project seemed like this. He's a reclamation project every year. Yeah. And then with the Saints, you know, the Saints just being pretty consistent as far mm-hmm. as being a contender for the, uh, to win this division. And then the Falcons. Spending all the money on on, on defense and, and bringing in Desmond Ritter, making his, his him the guy, bringing in Bajan Robinson and all this stuff. But just looking at his division now, currently, do you think it was going to be this bad? <laughs> <laughs> Man, listen, I thought it was going to be bad. I thought that the Saints were probably going to be about five and five, maybe six and four at the best at this point through the first 10 games. I didn't expect the Saints to be in first place, though. I thought that there was going to be at least one winning record holding on to first place through the first 10 games. And right now we're not seeing that. It's a 500 record, five and five that's got it. This new world, or excuse me, this NFC South division is bad, just like we expected it to be as a collective. Uh, but maybe a little bit worse than we might have anticipated for sure. Um, and, and that's just what it is, right? Like that's what this division is right now. And now you get into the back stretch of this season for all these NFC South teams where their only job remaining basically is to cannibalize one another. So it's either going to get, it's either going to get really, really competitive or it's going to somehow get much, much worse. And we'll see which one. Let's just hope that we avoid any ties in this division because ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, nobody want to see anything like. And as, as far as the cannibalization of the NFC South, how do you see this one playing out on Sunday, man? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I'm going to kind of lean toward the Saints here. I, I think that this is a team that's been able to find success as long as they don't shoot themselves in the foot. For me, this is a game that the Saints either win or lose. Um, I, Desmond Ritter, this Atlanta Falcons team, has been able to do some really nice things, but they're turnover prone. The Saints 
are all of a sudden a complete reverse from what they were last year. They're a defense that loves to take the ball away. But the big key thing is, can the Saints score off of turnovers? They're 5-0 and when they score off of turnovers. They're 0-5 when they either cause no turnovers or don't score off of turnovers. If they can get that done, then it puts them in position. But I got to tell you, I could see this game going either way, and I'm not putting a lot of confidence in the New Orleans Saints. I think they just might have the edge. Both these guys coming, both these teams coming off of the bye week, I think that it's a good setup for either one of these teams to walk away with a W this weekend. Yeah, man. Like, I, 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 it's definitely a toss up in my eyes because, mm-hmm. like, the Falcons have been able haven't been able to protect the quarterback like they you thought they right. would because they had one of the better offensive lines, as far as specifically running the football last year. You think they were going to be able to build on that? It, it just hasn't worked out that way. So, more than likely, probably looking at maybe Cameron Jordan having a couple sacks on the game and stuff like that. I don't know, but but <laughs> I, I do think that. Desmond Ritter got a little juice behind him because yep. hey, he's he got he got named a starter uh over the weekend, you know. So you won't have to worry about leading up to Wednesday for the coach to announce and all that stuff. They went on ahead and got it out the way. So yep. I think right now, this is probably gonna be uh it's a toss-up, but like you said, I can't even expect the Falcons to win at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough, man. It's it's very, very tough. And it gets even more challenging when you look at things like pressure rate for Desmond Ritter, second highest pressured, like most often pressured quarterback in terms of percentages, pressure to sack ratios up there as well. I mean, this guy is just one of those dudes where if you get the pressure on him, then all of a sudden he starts to make mistakes. He takes the sacks, the turnovers come in droves, things like that. But the Saints haven't been very successful getting pressure either. So one of these teams is going to get right in the pressure department. Either the defense for the Saints is going to get their pressure or the offense for the Atlanta Falcons is going to be able to avoid it. And that might be the other big key in this one. Yeah, it's definitely going it's going to boil down to can the team who can protect that quarterback better because like we know mm-hmm. we given time Ritter has proved that he can he can do a, do do a little something 100% just got to yep. be safe with it, you know so and I think Derek Carr can do the same as well. So Ross man, I appreciate you joining me from, you know, the backwoods of uh, Arkansas. <laughs> Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, coming at you. <laughs> yeah, man, enjoy your holiday, man, and I appreciate you coming on and joining us right here on Unlocked on Sports Atlanta. Thank you, homie. Appreciate you. See you in Atlanta. Absolutely. We will be down there, and I will be there early because I got to catch the concert, man. Got to see what's going down (laughs) on the thing. And we thank you guys for joining us, uh, as always, on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Our everydayers, we appreciate you. And don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel each and every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Thank you.